Hey there, hey there, it's me, Tony T, and you're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast. Uh, it's episode 9A. This is normally where we do one of our one-shot episodes, but tonight we're doing something a little different. It is a team-up episode, because with me, as always, is producer Steve-O. Yo! Yo, Steve-O, what's new, what's good? Not much, not much, just trying to stay busy. Try, well, thank you very much for staying busy. Part of your busyness uh, has allowed me to uh, take a really nice time this week. I, I went on vacation this week, Stephen. How, how'd that go? It was uh, definitely, definitely wonderful. We uh, we have not been on a vacation in many, many years. Uh, probably more my fault than anybody else's fault, but we got away. We went and visited the great state of Arizona, uh, the desert of Arizona. I felt like every morning I was waking up in a Roadrunner cartoon. <laughs> it was pretty, uh, pretty incredible. Uh, we also got to spend a little bit of time in Chicago and Indianapolis. Oh, um, long enough just to uh, realize how expensive airport food was and uh, just wring our hands in uh, agony. But uh, after a long flight, we are home and uh, ready to get back to the fun and the excitement that is the Nerd of Godcast. Yep. So thank you for working so hard to hold down the fort for me while I was gone, Steve-O. And uh, uh, tonight we just want to take a, a quick chance on our one-shot episode to uh, look at a couple different things. Um, Steven gets uh, credit amongst our Nerd of Godcast crew as being our movie buff. He loves watching films, loves watching movies of all of all types and genres. St- Steven, give me give me just a, a quick sample of some of the different movies that you would say are the Stevo Criterion Collection, the must-watch Stevo movies. Well, uh, see, see with that, you have quite quite a bit of range because I have movies that I know aren't great, but I personally love them. Like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. It, that's that's a little bit special in my heart. <laughs> Micah Sims is agreeing with me right now. Uh, yeah. uh, but more so movies that I, like I watched as a kid, like The Last Action Hero or yeah, The Monster yeah, yeah. Squad. Those movies are must-watch for me, Gotcha. but I know that they're not you know great cinematic adventures. So okay, so those are, those are your, your personal treasures, your yes. guilty pleasures. Uh, what are the movies that you think, like, that's an incredible, life-changing movie? I'll, I'll give you an example. Just having gotten back from Arizona, uh, a movie that I really want to watch right now is Tombstone. Oh, yeah. I love, that's not, definitely on the list. I'm not even a big, like, <laughs> Western fan, but I, I really like the movie uh, Tombstone. Yeah, Tombstone. And you know what? I, I'm not a big Western fan either, but wait, Tombstone... Wait, real quick. Let's look up. What is Tombstone rated? I, I <laughs> maybe, believe it's rated R. Maybe. You know what? Tombstone, not such a good movie. I would skip that that's not <laughs> I, I think it just rated r for all the gun violence yeah i hope yeah uh what else what, what else well, are you going on? uh <laughs> it's gonna start quoting tombstone yeah please don't um but no uh tombstone rated r yeah, yeah. kids uh, don't watch this movie <laughs> uh first one that comes to mind uh, of life-changing movies it's a movie that i can re-watch any it's a movie that i can re-watch at any time and still feel like i'm watching it for the first time and that's christopher nolan's the prestige the prestige great movie uh, a lot of fun and then, of course, Back to the Future, top notch for me. I can rewatch that anytime. But that's nerdy sci-fi, you know, guilt, almost guilty pleasure. But I still think it's a great movie. Now you picked up the uh, and and I did as well the Back to the Future comic book that they just came out. with. I did. Uh, you, you have not read it yet? Not yet. I've been I've been I've been holding off and keep setting it aside because I I, I want to. I don't want it to be bad. I don't think it will be. I don't want it to be bad. So it's more like if I don't look at it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it can't disappoint me if I ignore its existence. I am I am excited, though, that it's going to answer the question of how Marty met Doc. I hope it's how I had dreamed it would have been. 
I remember I approached you a while ago saying that you and I should write that comic book and someone beat us to it. Someone beat us to it because we don't have any ability or uh, opportunity to write comic books. That's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, but we uh, yeah, I actually got, well, while I was in Arizona, one of the things I always like to do when I'm in another town, for whatever reason, if it's if the opportunity arises, I always try to find a local comic shop, uh, always try to support the local businesses that sell comics and collectibles. And uh, the comic shop that I found when I was in Arizona is called Fantasy Comics on North First Avenue. Went down and got to hang out with the people down there and had a, had a really fun time. They have a lot of neat little books and collectibles, and uh, I did pick up a stack of comic books uh, as well as some of the um, the vinyl uh, pop figures. Yeah. Got the uh, Big Daddy and the Little Sister from Bioshock, uh, as well as the Harvey Dent Two-Face figure from uh, the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City uh, action figure line. A couple other different little things, some games and things like that. So it was a great comic book shop. If you're in Tucson, Arizona, stop by the Fantasy Comics shop and tell them that the Nerd of Godcast sent you. Uh, so, but I did while I was there. I did pick up the Back to the Future comic, and I did read it. It was enjoyable. It was a cute book. I, I'll probably keep picking them up for a while, until yeah. such a time as I grow weary of them. If it's anything like other Back to the Future uh, <laughs> media, the first one will be really, really good. The second one will be really, really interesting, and the third one will be uh, uh, a steaming turd. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the third one. It's yeah. one of my top five favorite westerns. Oh, top five. <laughs> what are your other four? Tombstone, uh huh, True Grit remake, uh huh. Also three, rated R, I think. Three Ten to Yuma. All right, we can't. We can't. <laughs> you can't the Nerd of the Godcast <laughs> no longer endorses any cowboy movies except Back to the Future except Three. Except for Back to the Future Three, See, that is our number that's one. Why it's that's Tom. our number one favorite Western movie now. Great job, great job, Steve. You you killed you killed an entire genre. Uh, well, I think the westerns killed themselves. Yeah. Well, um, we, we want to take a quick second tonight, and we're going to do something. Again, this is a one-shot episode, so we're just stopping by to say hi. Uh, but if you haven't had a chance to connect with us, please visit us online at our website, nerdofgodcast.com. Uh, that's our blog, and we've got a lot of different little things that we post and try to keep it fairly regular. Uh, again, I've been on vacation this week, so I haven't posted very much at all. Please forgive me. Uh, and uh, you can also connect with us on Twitter, at Nerd of Godcast, on Facebook, at Nerd of Godcast, on Instagram, at Nerd of Godcast. And you can email us. Uh, that's a great way to get a hold of us. In fact, we would like to solicit and ask you at this time, uh, send in your questions because that's going to be a big part of what we do next episode. In episode 10, uh, we're going to have a question and answer segment for, for the Nerd of God Squad. So please email your questions to nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. What's that address again, steve nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. That's correct. So please email your questions to the Nerd of Godcast crew. Uh, you can address them to any of us or all of us. Uh, you can just use the subject title question and answer. And uh, on episode 10, we are going to uh, try to do our best to answer as many of your questions as we possibly can. I think that'll be a fun way to interact with the Nerd of God squad out there. So please don't forget, email us this week at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. And by this week, I mean, please try to get it to us before like the 15th of December. And it is uh, getting pretty late in the year, isn't it, Steve-O? Oh, yeah, it's getting 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 close to the end of it. We are coming up on Christmas time, and uh, not only is all, all, the, all the great deals happening right now for uh consoles and video game systems and toys and collectibles and uh, appliance fun things that you can buy black friday sales and 
and deals. Uh, we're also starting to get a lot of uh, hype for the movies that are going to be coming out next year. Oh yeah, well, I mean, it's Oscar season, so you're, is, get, yeah. you're getting a lot of a lot of Oscar push right now. Lots of movies that are coming out. Lots of talk about movies, and with that, uh, the anticipation is building for some of the biggest movies that are going to be coming out next year. And uh, what I want to do is I wanted to, and this is why I invited producer Stevo to be with us tonight for this one shot team up. Uh, we're going to do a little uh, a little moment that I'm going to call uh, taking it to the trailer park. And uh, this is going to be a producer Steve-O special here in the trailer park. We're going to show, uh, or I guess if you're listening to us, you're going to listen to uh, two newly released trailers. We're going to be first listening to the Captain America 3, the Civil War trailer. Uh, we'll be kind of commenting over it. Afterwards, we'll share our thoughts and opinions. And then we're going to be pausing and watching the Man of Steel versus the Dark Knight, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And uh, we will be commenting on that as well, comparing, contrasting, criticizing. So if you would like to uh, pull up your internet browser and uh, scroll along with us, you can watch this video on your own. We will be starting the Captain America trailer right now. Is opening up with the scene from uh, the ending scene from uh, Ant Man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess what would happen after that? You're used to wearing newspapers and your shoes. You're a wanted man. Stuff blowing up. I like Falcon. Oh yeah, he's he's cool, and I like him in this trailer. Dude, when he, uh, yeah. you know, we're both oh, waiting yeah. for the same moment. And I'm one, I'm wondering if that explosion there is the same one that's supposed to happen in the in the Civil War comic line. I don't know. There's a flying helicopter over the ocean. Now that now you didn't pick this up the first no, time. No, I didn't. Well, because it's been so long. That since is since General seen, Thaddeus Ross. It's been so long since I've seen the Incredible. Is that Hulk. William Hurt? Is that who that is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, from from yeah, no, not John Hurt. John Hurt. Hurt. Yeah, one from, of the Hurts. from the Hulk. He was uh, the chief chief antagonist of the Hulk. So it looks like he's trying to get him to uh, sign the paper. Now, did you hear what he just said? Was it the uh, the Slovakia Accord or whatever it was? What was the name of the place that they, they the city that they dropped in Ultron? Yeah, I can't remember off. The yeah, top that of was my head. Uh, that was. I guess we're, what we're setting up is that that is. Oh, there's my man. There's Iron Man. And there's your next hot toy. There it is. <laughs> Can't accept limitations over to the bad guys. And Cap's obviously chosen aside. Punch him in his perfect teeth. Falcon, Falcon is so bad. All of his Falcon, Falcon is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, my that's favorite my moment right there. That's, oh, that was great. Falcon doing kick. that big spin kick, man, oh, is incredible. Iron Man and War Machine. And there's, we, Black, there's Black Panther Black for Panther. like 12 seconds. Wait, and then wait, see him, and he's being chased by Captain. So, oh, that's incredible. He's holding onto the helicopter. Bucky goes for the arc reactor. I think Chris Evans has it in his contract. Now, did you see that? The, 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 is he holding like War Machine, like La Pieta? Oh, wait, wait, this is the, my favorite part Bucky of the trailer. Bucky and Cap versus Iron Man. Oh, yeah. I love that he passes Bucky the shield. And then Bucky passes it back. Yeah. That's great. Wonderful. Captain America Civil War. Five, six, sixteen. So now, now what what's your impressions, months. man? Uh well it's it's the trailer premiere. So I mean I'm sure there's gonna be at least one more. It already has almost forty million views. That's crazy. That's a lot of views. Um But uh, the first time I saw it, I was I geeked out a little bit, and and not as much as I thought I would. I different things like I was really cool. I thought it was really cool to see 
Black Panther, mm. but then they only show him for like three seconds. So I'm wondering if that's it's more of an acknowledgement. I'm than, wondering uh, if yeah. that's going to be the same thing in the movie. Uh, one thing that I didn't realize I was anticipating, but I'm glad that I, it didn't happen, was no no showing of Spider Man at all. Uh, if they're not, they've said he's going to be in this movie, but they're keeping it on the DL for right now, at least trailer wise. Now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and hold my my thoughts. Continue. Well, no, I want to hear your thoughts. I, I'm not at liberty to discuss my thoughts at this time. Why, why not? Off the air. Okay. <laughs> but uh, So I, I really enjoyed the, the trailer here. I thought it was um, a really interesting way to set up the dramatic tension. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I feel like they started setting up a little bit of the tension between Cap and Iron Man and Age of Ultron, but then by the end of the movie... They're they, friends again. They're friends again, just kind like, of magically was, like, now we're buddies again. That was one of the things that I, I was a little disappointed with with Age of Ultron, is I wanted them to kind of not like each other at the end. Yeah, to end like, on sort of like a, a, a tense... Like, we had to do that, but I'm still kind of angry at yeah, you. Yeah, like yeah. The, yeah, there was that there would be some sort of a, a broken uh, trust between the and two. And it starts in Avengers, the I first mean, one. Goodness knows they set up every other future Marvel movie in yeah. Age of Ultron. <laughs> I mean, they set up Thor 9 in Age of yeah. Ultron. I mean, everything. Poor, poor Joss Whedon. I, yeah. I mourn for him. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like what, they, what they're doing here. I like the more, I want to say modern, but it. It, the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't as developed with a bunch of heroes yet like you have in the comics. So when you have the Civil War in the comics, you have everybody. Everybody. And this one, they're giving you a reason for there to be a smaller group of heroes that are fighting each other. Right. One of the cool things that was sort of the fallout from Civil War that I really enjoyed, and it kind of was a culmination maybe through Civil War and then through uh, the Secret Wars, which came later, which I would love to see them uh, maybe continue into that. But they brought about the Thunderbolts, which now you're seeing in Suicide Squad mm-hmm. as the it's the bad guys having the, to fight all the crimes, yeah. which I thought Thunderbolts was a wonderful version of that. Uh, and where you have Amanda Waller, kind of the the head of the Suicide Squad, and, and Will Smith or, or you know, Deadshot, uh, in the, the Thunderbolts, they're being run by, do you know who? Who? Norman Osborn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Green I, Goblin. I, I thought you still talk about Suicide Squad. So I'm like, who? Which but was yeah, kind of cool Osborn. because then they ended up coming out with the Dark Avengers, which was which was a really neat version of the mm. Avengers, which but it was all supervillains. Now, was that, was that taken off of after Civil War came off of Secret Invasion? It was right? off Secret Invasion. Yeah. And you got uh, you got Norman Osborn as the Iron Patriot, so Captain America, yeah. Iron Man, and it's, but it's Green Goblin, which I love at the end of the whole thing when they finally take his mask off and he's wearing the Green Goblin face paint underneath yeah. it. And they're like, this guy is screwed up. Oh yeah, Norman Osborn is. Evil. And, and then you got Wolverine's son uh, is is the new Wolverine and. Uh, Bullseye from Daredevil He's is Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Venom is Spider-Man. Yeah. So lo- lots of really cool, and I think it's actually Matt Gargan. It's uh, Matt Gargan, the uh, Scorpion, Scorpion yeah. with the Venom symbiote. So yeah. it was an interesting one where his eyes are, you can, like, yeah. his eyes are open, yeah. Very interesting uh, storyline there, but uh, I, I don't think they can probably go that direction no. because <laughs> Suicide Squad has really beat him to the punch. In fact, I was a little bit nervous that the angle that they were setting up for our next trailer that we're going to watch, the Batman versus Superman, would steal a little bit of the thunder between Captain America and Iron Man. I mean, you got a movie where not only do you have two big superhero movies in one year, but you got two big superhero crossover versus yeah. movies in one year. And that brings us to our next film, which is Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, the uh, Son of Krypton versus the Bat of Gotham. Uh, you ready to go into this? Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. 
Love that. You must be new. You must be new. That is Bruce Wayne. That is Bruce Wayne. Are you sure it's Bruce Wayne? That's Slade Wilson. That's Slade Wilson. Internet rumors. Clark Kent, Daily Planet. What's your position? I'm gonna be honest. I'm not mad at Batfleck. I'm gonna tell you, he's a lot more intimidating looking. Oh yeah. Than than uh, Henry Cavill. Oh yeah. Henry Cavill has too much. I mean, and Superman has to. He has too much of a uh, good Boy Scout. Boy Scout, which is what Superman's supposed to be. Yeah, very clean cut. And what I'm wondering, if what they don't really set up in is Batman, has he existed for a while, or is he kind of new? Like, they still refer to him as a Bat Vigilante, so I don't know if he's established He's clearly uh, existed long enough for him to have lost at least one Robin. Yeah, that's true. But I think that the cool thing about this is that Batman probably exists more in the level of urban legend. Yeah. See, there's the Bat, there's the Robin suit. We don't like it. Dressing, people dress him like clowns. The stare down, and here comes... Jesse Eisenberg. Lex Luthor. I love bringing people together. How are we? How are we? Hello, Lex. It is a pleasure. Acknowledging the strong handshake. But Batman would have a a strong handshake, too. Oh, yeah, but not a man of steel handshake. That's true. Superman shakes your hand. Your hand stays shook. (laughs) Tell you what. One thing that that always bothers me about these trailers is the way that they cut them together to make it seem like one line yeah. is happening at a certain moment. It's yeah. already it's already different between one movie and the next one. Yeah. So now we see scenes from Man of Steel from Batman's perspective. And I like that. I really, really like cool. that. And I like I like that Batwing, or what I'm assuming is a Batwing and not just a Bat. Son of Krypton. Son of Krypton versus Bat of God. That's great. I love that. And Amy Adams, a very lackluster Lois Lane. Yeah. My, I still prefer her over Margot Kidder, though. I still prefer her over, uh, <laughs> uh, who is the one that was in the Superman Returns? I, I can't remember her name, but she's in the Flash Kate show. Bosworth. Kate Bosworth. Yeah, she was terrible. So there's Zod in the bag. And now this is the moment that has really split fans. Whether this is, this is the Some people love it, and I was some people hate so it. I was so for it until the, you take... And it's Doomsday, who looks like a cave troll from Lord of the Rings. Yes, mixed with a Ninja Turtle from the last Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> and he nukes the entire city. But there's Wonder Woman. She with you? She with you. I thought she was with you. I thought she was with you. Now I do like how they're doing his voice. I like though. his voice. I like that it's the, obviously it's some gravelly. Kind, it's yeah, but it's, but it's, it's but manufactured. It's yeah. manufactured. That way he doesn't have to talk like this whole movie. Where is she? Where's your trigger? So, yeah, it's uh, he's Batman that does not need a lozenge at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. All right, so Batman v. Superman. Batman versus Superman. What are your thoughts, man? I, I'm, I'm still really looking forward to this, mostly because I'm more looking forward to a Batman movie again because I, I love Batman. I love Batman movies. Sure. Uh, and I really liked – I love the look of Batman in this. Oh, my goodness. Like, are you he, joking? He, so far, is my favorite He's, costume. It's Jim Lee Batman. It's Jim Lee Batman. Do you remember way back – it was probably two years ago. There was an interview with uh, – I think it was Kevin Smith. Probably. And he was saying, uh, I, I got a yes. chance to see the and Batman costume, and he cried. Yeah. And he's Be- like, let me just tell you this. Fanboys are going to love yeah, this. And, and he he made mention on, I guess, one of his podcasts, it's more so Frank Miller's Batman uh, from The Dark Knight Returns. I, I can see it. And I can see it. I'm, and, and I think that Ben Affleck looks great as Batman. He does, and he looks good as Bruce Wayne, too. Yeah. Like, he can he can pull it off. Yeah. He looks he looks angry every moment I see him in yeah. this. Well, that's how Ben Affleck just looks all the time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, he's, he got that from Jersey Girl and Jennifer Lopez. Oh, poor. Oh, <laughs> too soon, buddy. Too soon. Uh, so, so Doomsday. 
I'm I'm assuming I'm, Doomsday. I, I'm assuming Doomsday. If if it's not Doomsday, I don't know who it could be. I just it just it's not impressive to me. I'm really hoping that this is what I hope, and I haven't seen nothing about this, read nothing about this. It's my own little hope that it's just some kind of you know he's the front of some kind of more you know elaborate plan to distract. Batman and Superman like and a Wonder giant Woman. robot spider. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> I think that I'll be honest. My son loves to play. We play uh, Injustice, the uh, the superhero yeah, game, the Mortal Kombat with DC. Mortal people. Kombat with DC. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and my son loves playing as Doomsday. I think just because he's big and tough looking. Yeah. Uh, but I I remember Doomsday. I remember the whole death and return of Superman angle. I mean, I have all the comic books. Uh, I bought the novelization. I had the Super Nintendo game. I mean, I remember Superman with long hair. Um, is that when he was red and blue Superman? Well, that was later, but yeah, it was after the after that. But I remember the four Superman: the Cyborg Superman, the Eradicator, Superboy, and and Steel. Uh, I mean, I was there for the for the entire. Was that, was that was that the Shaq movie? That was the, well, it was in the comic book. <laughs> yeah. Steel is actually a really good character. In the movie, please don't ever mention. The, the, <laughs> Steel was the uh, the Superman version of what Catwoman, the Halle Berry Catwoman, was to Batman. Okay, it was just that, it was that exact same uh, paradigm there. Uh, so. I, I I was with the death and return of Superman. I get it. I mean, I I understand the whole thing, but I never I never cared for Doomsday as a character. He was more like a plot device. Uh, yeah. They came back later on and kind of tried to explain his origin a little bit, and and it was just okay. He was created by Kryptonian scientists and just continually destroyed and brought back and destroyed and brought back until he could adapt. So whatever destroyed him could never destroy him a second time. And he was just pain and anger and hate yeah. in a physical form. And uh, okay, great, whatever. Uh, not an interesting character. Yeah, uh, to- but and, and not a lot of Superman villains are that interesting. They're, when you compare them to Batman, yeah, villains. I mean, I mean there's some. I, I would, I wouldn't mind seeing a Brainiac, and that's in, what in I was going to say. Is I'm, I really hope that maybe this is more of an introduction to Brainiac. Like maybe Brainiac is the one that makes works with Lex to make Doomsday yeah, somehow. I, I, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. I mean, they, they did that in the New Fifty Two, so it's not outside of the realm of possibility. But I. I I can't tell you. I, I don't know where they're going with this. I mean, it's cool that they're bringing back Zod. I mean, they're really keeping him in continuity, keeping it within the universe. Yeah. Uh, and, and, of course, if this is a big hit, which uh, it seems like it probably will be, they can take it any direction. Yeah. Uh, but you got to think, a lot of villains that are classic and iconic villains don't really translate to the big screen very well. You can get away with uh, some of them if you have a show like Flash or, or like Arrow or even like Supergirl, um, but you can't really bring... I'm thinking if they have an Aquaman movie, are they going to bring in Black Mantis? Is he going to be the <laughs> bad guy for a big screen movie? Of course, I can't imagine Aquaman being the good guy for a big screen movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Aquaman's supposed to be in this movie, but like Spider-Man, he is nowhere to be seen in this trailer. That is true. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I'm excited about the movie. I'm definitely going to see it. Oh, I'm going to see it. No question about it. Uh, okay, so this is the thing. If you have Just based on these trailers alone, which movie do you give the nod to? Based on the trailers... I'll say this: If it wasn't for Doomsday, I would give the nod to Batman v Superman. So Doomsday, Doomsday, a bit. not discredit, but Doomsday, it just looked really stupid. Well, let me just tell you, that was the first time we've seen Wonder Woman in action in that in that when that trailer when she pops in there with the shield. Yeah. We've seen her kind of walking through some smoldering ashes yeah. or whatever. But bro, when she drops that shield down and you see Batman and Superman both looking at her, that cements her immediately as oh, like, yeah. I am Wonder Woman. Hear me roar! Oh, uh, I mean, I. 
I've been waiting for this movie once since I heard it heard it announced at Comic Con. I wasn't at Comic Con, but I heard that it was announced at Comic Con. <laughs> since I, I vicariously was, heard it, I was so excited for it. I tweeted about it. I Instagrammed about it. I everything about it. I'll tell you this: Gal Gadot looks great. She does. She's she looks tough. She looks very strong. Yeah. Uh, which it, it was hard for me to see that when they first announced her, and I'm looking at the pictures, and I'm like, oh, they got a model to to play Wonder Woman because I had seen uh was it is it Adrian Palicki? She's uh, Bobby Morse on Agents of Shield. She was cast to play Wonder Woman in a TV show. Uh, a version is that of the Wonder one where Woman. they did the the pilot episode, and that's and it. And that was it. The one with the pants. Yeah, with the yeah. pants. And uh, and I think that. She looked great as Wonder Woman because she's extremely statuesque. She's like an Amazon, you know. She's yeah. a big, strong-looking uh, lady. But uh, I think Gal Gadot looks uh, looks tough, man. She looks fierce. Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll I'll look forward to it. One of the things that I really liked about the Batman versus Superman trailer that I was surprised about is the humor. Yeah, because the DC movies are not really known for for comedy. At least ever since Christopher Nolan came along. Correct, but uh, there is, uh, in fact, after the Green Lantern movie came out, <laughs> I heard that there was an unofficial, you know, there was a memo that was distributed amongst Warner Brothers that the DC movies are not to attempt to lean on humor anymore. Uh, but I, I thought that Jesse Eisenberg was definitely very tongue in cheek, brought a lot of laughs into what he was saying. Oh, you know, that's a really strong handshake you got yeah. there. Uh, a little. A little Jim Carrey Riddler esque, but I'll give him benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And but and I love the line, you know, is she with you? I thought she was with you. Yeah, I like that too. That actually made me chuckle. But it's a funny little yeah. line. Now I, I'm wondering if that is more, like I said, more of like a red herring, like Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, I'm quirky, but I'm really going to be really dark and sinister. Oh, I, I'm sure. Really the first picture that they released of him was is bald, bald headed, and, and just evil looking. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think Menacing. something is going to happen throughout the story. Uh, so you give the edge then to Captain America. Yeah, yeah, I give the edge to Captain America, and and that's mostly because it's already built on a really firm universe foundation. Mm, yes. and, and I and I and I trust what Marvel's doing more so than I trust Zack Snyder. Ooh, yeah, yeah. You know, and we I didn't like know, Zack Snyder. And who's but, doing Captain America? Is it the Russo brothers? Yes, I believe so. And then we're uh, so the, yeah, the Captain America is built on on uh, established characters that are already very comfortable with each other that we already have some stock and investment in. Uh, they really are. Warner Brothers is really putting a lot of hopes behind this one. Uh, so I hope that they do well. I mean, it's good. It's good for everybody if it succeeds and does well. I'm not a uh, more of a Marvel guy than a DC guy, but I love great stories and I yeah. love superheroes and and saving the day. So hopefully, it's a really good movie. We will have to wait and see. 2016 cannot come soon enough. So uh, thank you for your input, Stephen, for uh, for being with us for this one shot and our special little trip to the trailer park here tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything else that you want to kind of close this out with or anything you can give us to look forward to for next episode? Uh, I believe not the next episode, but a future episode, we will be discussing Star Wars Episode Seven, and I'm very excited about that. Is that is true. We are only days away now. From Star Wars episode ten days, 10 away, days exactly. away, from Star Wars episode seven, we already have our tickets purchased. Our seats and, uh, picked out. <laughs> our seats are picked out. We are going to be seeing that movie, then we'll be talking about it afterwards. So that will be a lot of fun. Uh, also, we've got Christmas coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas in the next uh, next episode, which is kind of cool. Uh, one of the neat things, since we're sitting here watching trailers tonight, uh, is when you read the Bible. And you know, you know, from our point of view, 
what Christmas is and that, that God has sent his only son and that Jesus is born in Bethlehem of Judea and you do the whole Linus speech in your head from Charlie <laughs> Brown Christmas, uh, that when you look back at the Old Testament, there's all these incredible verses. You go back to the book of Isaiah, you go back to the book of uh, Micah, and you go back to, to the Old Testament, and you see all these wonderful verses in the Psalms, and they're painting the picture of this story that is to come. And, and like foreshadowing it. it. Definitely foreshadowing, and in some instances, absolutely painting a picture. Oh, yeah. Just like we see in these trailers, you know, we don't know the fullness of what's going to happen in either of these movies, but we definitely know what the characters are going to be all about. We definitely know what the tension is, and that's what God did in the Bible, too. He sets up, uh, you know, go read Micah number five, you know, go read uh, some of these different chapters and, and say, yeah, look at that. God is definitely sending a coming soon to Jerusalem, you know, coming soon to Bethlehem of my Judea, son. my son <laughs> in a world Emmanuel. that God loves so much. <laughs> one <said> man, <laughs> one son of God would give his life so that whoever would believe in him would not perish. Yeah, so uh, it, it's kind of cool. So take us uh, take some time tonight. Read your Bible. Give thanks to God. Not only does he give us promise of salvation through his son, Jesus Christ, but uh, he has also given the promise of his return. So we hope that you are ready in your heart. If you don't know, just uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. So uh, once again, don't forget to connect with us. You can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. Send in your questions. We'll be answering them in episode 10. Nerd of God X. Nerd of God X. That's right. So uh, for uh, producer Steve-O, my name is Tony T. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But you can't stay here. Peace out. with you. I thought she was with you.